Hollywood Unlocked Uncensored. What up, everybody? This is Jay Celine. This is Hollywood Unlocked Uncensored. And I'm Melissa Ford, a.k.a. The Curve Queen. Yep, Steve J. Damas. Let's get this show started. All right, so make sure you're listening to us on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, and iHeart. And if you need to watch the fuckery, go to YouTube. Yes. Mm-hmm. All right, so everybody's on my neck about Lil Nas X. No, you, you, you did don't dirty. say. Yeah. <laughs> I never got so much attention in my life. I, it almost makes me want to go off on another brand today. But I have to say, that show, I was... Oh my God, I was on one. Yeah. yeah I thought it, you must have had like a triple espresso or. It reminded me of everything that I needed to be. And Which? so I will have to say that you will see more of that on the show. <laughs> I actually entertained myself. I laid in the bed and I, I've watched that episode twice because I thought we were just, we were just all so great. Just feeling good. It was yeah. good energy. Yeah. Even though you was clowning Lil Nas X a little too hard. Yeah. I mean, I went back and looked at some of his pictures. He ain't that ugly. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm gonna, oh leave it at, I'm gonna leave it at that. I literally had people in my comments asking me like, "How can you sit next to him?" Like literally berating me for <laughs> yeah. this, and I'm just like, "At what point did you get the idea that I can control the way this man <laughs> speaks or thinks?" Like, you know, well, what I'm saying? I can't even control it. Thank you. Exactly. So listen, if you c- come for him, he wants all the smoke. Leave me alone because I'm sitting here in my little chair and I've got my own opinions. But you know, shit. Well, I think we talk about really uh, important subjects me on this too. show, like bullying. Right, mm-hmm. so like everybody now saying I'm a bully, I'm bullying. But look, but this is what I will say: mm. I didn't even mean none of that stuff. Mm. So I just did, did it. I did it to prove my point of how I'm bullied. Uh-huh. Us calling Jordan Woods fat, they all oh, you're fat. This you're fat. That people are hypocritical, and so I hope people at some point people will start to realize. Well, like, wait, did people come for you for calling her fat? Because you called her. Oh, she fat. is fat. Yeah, oh they, my god! Listen, well, yes, she's cute. Yes, they came for him, but they were happy to see that you were not at the cemetery. So either way, it balanced itself out. They're like, we're, we're glad you ain't dead, well, but nigga, fuck you. What's wrong with being a little fluffy though? Like, why can't she be a little? I don't she, see anything wrong with it. Yeah, okay. I I know, but you didn't call her fluffy. You called her fat. What's the difference? Listen, if a cat, there's a thing, there's a listen, thing called fat shaming. If a cat I'm meows, if a cat meows, pet it. Okay, but you know, I, I will say, I'm down 12 pounds. I've been doing this intermittent fasting. Okay. I weighed in today. I'm down 12 pounds, so I got to keep going. It's the thing about when you start to lose weight, you know, you'd be like, oh, I could fit these clothes again. You just be like, fuck it, I'm going to go to Krispy Kreme. It's, yeah. it's being consistent. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's 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 that whole, you know, reward system that we've got set up inside of our brains. It's like, oh, okay, let's celebrate with my 12-pound <laughs> loss with a bottle of champagne and a box of Krispy Kreme donuts. Well, look, I told my doctor yesterday, I said, you know, at this and point, she was like, yeah, you're doing great. I said, yeah, at this point, my motivation is because once, once I lose the weight, so I can't be the fat guy anymore, so mm-hmm. now I'm just going to be the faggot. Oh. Okay. Wow. okay. Well, that's what they call me. Two extreme what, S. That's what some people are calling. You know, they, they, they. I guess my point is they can't attack me for my truth, so they just attack me for the things that either I can't control or that I'm not controlling. Right. So once I control the one I can and live fabulously in the one I can't, <laughs> fuck it. Okay. But anyway, I welcome all the smoke. Thank you. A lot yes. of powerful Fs in that sentence right yes. there. Yes. So, um, <laughs> yes. There was, a, there was a few earthquakes. This uh, That's what I went through yeah, over few. the weekend. Well, let's talk about your experience this weekend because I didn't feel them. You what? Oh yeah, you were. Well, in, you go ahead. You were in Vegas, right? Don't blow my smoke. Let me tell my my, my story. <laughs> my Why you got to say what I've been doing? Okay, so uh, I've been getting a ton of phone calls from people who who have never experienced an earthquake yeah, because they, they were they were really big, but they were really big in different parts of California, the Ridgefield or um, something like that. I can't remember. The yeah, we pro- felt like the. Uh, 
after ripples or something. Yeah, so that was 7.1. They sustained a lot of damage, like, you know, uh, like like $100 million in damages to homes and, you know, uh, uh, structures, streets, et cetera, et cetera. Um, there's actually like a crack in the earth that you can see from space. Oh, damn. Um, I was in a restaurant with my girlfriends and I was like, oh, shit, this is another earthquake. And it was like three days after the first one on July 4th. It was yeah, like maybe was like, two days, Ooh. actually. And the light fixtures, my girlfriends ended up underneath the table. Don't say anything, Jason. Oh, God. Um, Typical. Yeah, shut up. Anyways, it was, that was, that was pretty wild. You know, the, the wild part is, everybody's like, you know, we're 60 years overdue for the big one. I was about to say I'm like, that. stop telling me that. Yeah. We're 60 years overdue. We, it's going to be massive. Yeah. I'm like, do you just want us to die? Like, what's going on? Yeah, there's like this whole notion that the big one is gonna is gonna be so enormous that California is going to break off from the rest of the United States. That and well, if Trump makes it into the presidency for 2020, then you know I welcome that. Honestly, mm. we let's let's just sail off into the sea because I can't. So well, pe well, people do realize. I mean, the last time we had an earthquake here was right before I went out of town, and I was at the Beverly Center, and we were walking through me and my friend AJ and. Uh, the mannequins all started falling down. So I'm like, I thought somebody... That's huge if you can feel an earthquake in the Beverly well, Center. at first I didn't feel it. I right. just saw all the mannequins falling. But I thought when it fell in one store, I thought maybe, you know, somebody like just threw something. Yeah. And then, then they all just started falling. Mm. So we stopped. And then we felt the whole Beverly Center shaking. Yeah. So I looked at AJ. I go... Are we, what are we supposed to do? Are we supposed to get out of here? He was like, man, fuck it. We're going to die. If we, the <laughs> Beverly Center falls, we're yeah. going to die. Yeah. Yeah. So but we I just mean, stood there but waiting. But you don't want to die like that. That's like at the end Dude, of the game. I don't want to die like, at all. Well, no. Here's the thing. Do you not, okay. Like, there's no good way to leave the earth. Do you, yes, there is. How? Not like that. We're still falling on you. Yeah. sleep. But if you have things to do the next day, it's still bad. Carbon monoxide poisoning. That's a good way. It's yeah. a nice, nice smooth way. Or, yeah. or hanging yourself like the guy in uh, no. uh, Star is Born. No. 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 I just I threw that wanna, out there as a spoiler. Yeah, no, I don't want to do that. No. I don't want to do that. The first one was on July 4th, and I was in my kitchen, and then and Daisy, my dog, just looked at me. Her ears went back. She peed on the floor and ran under the couch. And I realized, okay, so we're having an earthquake. Yeah. Shit started to fall because I. So I, did you go? Where did you ran and got under the table? No, I wasn't sure if it was happening at first. And I was still, and I wasn't sure if I was still drunk from the night before. So what did you do? But I hadn't hadn't had any alcohol, so I was like, okay, so this is an earthquake. You're supposed to stand in doorways. But the, where, where did you stand? I was in the kitchen. It wasn't. I just was like, I'm gonna ride this out. Yeah, I was at the beach. It was like. <laughs> Did you know at the beach that, that it was happening? Yeah, because it felt like you're on a cruise, but it's like solid ground. So you're like, oh, whoa, whoa. Mm. It's an earthquake. Yeah. I mean, the crazy idea, yesterday we were bike riding in, in uh, Venice, on Venice, you know, at Venice you could go mm -hmm. bike riding, and mm -hmm. we were just looking at the ocean just to think that a tsunami could actually come and just yeah, like take, take out that away. whole area. How far do you think a tsunami could come? Could it come this far? You know mm. what? There was the, you know, we had a tsunami warning when Japan had their earthquake back in, uh, um, back in like 2011, I believe it was, and it was a huge one. It was like 7.4 or something like that. Their nuclear plant was flooding tsunami etc we had a tsunami warning here i was like we're about to it's it, hawaii is about to be gone it's coming for us i was on my couch crying but could it get I all the way could it goodbye. make it all the way to hollywood i don't think it would make it to hollywood no 
No, I think no, I think I think so no, Hollywood's too far inland. Oh well, shit, I'm good then. Yeah, True. I mean, there's, I'm, I listen for all of but you look, in Santa Monica. Santa Monica good luck. would be a motherfucking rap. Playa Vista, y'all are <laughs> what about Marina goners. Del Rey? A goners, <laughs> Malibu. Come about Compton. See, but- <laughs> no, I think Compton's safe. Compton, but that's Compton, what, Compton survives everything. Jason yeah. was laughing at me when I was, you know, flying my plane trying to get my pilot license. I need to be no, able to get out Tell everybody what you were doing. So this week, you know, this weekend, I flew a plane. I flew a Cessna bull, plane. some bullshit. You know, on my own. I had a little co-pilot with me and I took off. Who was the co-pilot? The, the instructor guy. Oh, okay. I thought <laughs> I was getting He ain't got time tea. to be fucking around up there. He ain't got to have somebody train. No, first of all, I feel like you're on a golf cart in the air. It was the most scary. And then when you first get in, the door didn't close all the way for like a good 10 minutes. It was like, he was like, no, you just got to pull it. And I was like, so we're going to take this in the air. But that's why you need skills like that. I'm getting my pilot license in case something happened. I'm flying my ass out of here. Mm. No, what Damage said was, if when I get my license, just in case I got to fly us out of here, nigga, I will never be on a plane with you flying. Yes, you would. No, we're friends, but I'm, when I get my license, you know, I feel blow I feel safer we're flying to Vegas. I feel no, in we the are, jet. we already got jets. But here's the deal, I. <laughs> but you got? Do you have a pilot? I feel comfortable not knowing the person flying the plane. That's Why? really funny. Because when I know you, I know all your flaws. So it's just like, oh, this nigga's late to meetings. Like he's gonna fucking. But miss I'm the not landing late trip. to meetings. So no, but if you are, then now you can miss. You could be late on the landing, and then shit can happen. You know who's a certified pilot? And I, you know, he's... don't say Laz Alonzo. No, I, no, no, <laughs> no. Don't say Hollywood Hino. No, because them are two niggas. I'm not getting in the plane with. No, Little Duval. He's See? always flying his plane. He's Little living Duval. his best Wait, life ever. If I got on a plane and Little Duval was the pilot, I'd get on a plane with first Duval. Of all, I trust him. First of all, I do a Yelp review. This nigga don't <laughs> never need to be flying no plane. Shout out to Little Duval. So you yeah. really wouldn't get on a plane if I was flying? No. That's messed up. I won't Jason. get on a plane if I know the person flying. Like, I won't get on a plane if anybody I know is flying the plane. No. My friend the other day was flying a jet, flying it all over. Um, What's the little Catalina Island out here uh-huh. doing loops and all that? I know how reckless he is in real life. I mean, he's a successful entrepreneur, but there ain't no way in hell I would. He talking about we need to go on the jet. No way. Never. Melissa, you would get on the plane with me, right? Well, if you do. Well, look, I'll both- save my own ass. Y'all got it. <laughs> I'm getting my pilot license. It's amazing. I did a good first time. I did my first hour. I got 49 more hours to go. Then I have my, uh, my license. Call me at hour 49. Well, listen. Of course, I'm gonna get my license first. The only, yeah. thing, on, the only thing I would say is that when you guys take this flying thing seriously and you get in the plane with him, please just sign over your equity to me in the show. In the case of, uh, I'll, I'll I'll make situation. you a beneficiary of my life insurance policy. Thank you. I just leave uh, Daisy to somebody else because I ain't got time to take care of no dog. I'll take the dog on the plane. Don't worry. Uh, okay. I'll take the dog. I don't think she was. She's gonna get Melissa is survived by her dog. <laughs> All right, so I went to Vegas this weekend and uh, hung out with the money team, and we, what did we do? We did a lot of clubbing, a lot of shopping. Did y'all fly a plane, though? Uh, We did not fly a plane. I I flew first class on Southwest and got there safely. (laughs) I will say, though, I went to Vegas to the Summer League Games. Do Mm -hmm. you know what that is? No. Do you know? Okay, the Summer League Games is when the NBA players all come, they all swarm to Vegas, Mm -hmm. and there's a lot of games that go on of people trying to get picked up by teams. So it could be people that used to be in the NBA or people who have been selected to participate to be scouted for NBA. Did you see uh, Zion play? 
Well, Zion was there. I was just looking for niggas. I didn't. I didn't know nothing about who was who. I mm-hmm. saw the mellow, the mellow Zello and Jello. Wait, Lorenzo or Lonzo? <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I saw all the balls. Mm-hmm. I was gonna take a picture with Mellow and Low. Mm-hmm. L- 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 what's his name? Lonzo. I was gonna take a picture with Lonzo and Mellow to say I was in between two balls, but I didn't because that's funny. I was trying to dodge all the different people, but guess who was at Floyd Strip Club and I missed him by. I fallen asleep. Hashtag track Tristan. Tristan Thompson. <laughs> Tristan Thompson and, and uh, his former teammate uh, LeBron James went mm-hmm. to Floyd's Strip Club, and I missed it because I fell asleep. <laughs> I would have went in there and sat right next to him and just looked at him like this. Because I ain't oh, running from nobody. That would have been one venue he couldn't have you kicked out of. Couldn't have me kicked out. <laughs> couldn't have an opinion. But it was so funny. Uh, LeBron, shout out to LeBron. He was out at the strip club. Uh, everybody was out there. There were so many NBA players. I will say right now, ladies, if you're looking for a man in the NBA, do not go to a regular game where he's going to be in and out. Go to uh, this weekend, this little the summer it, league, the summer league weekend in Vegas, <laughs> because after they play, they are at the clubs. They That's were in the investment. clubs. They were in the casinos and they were drunk and they were looking. Mm. That's all I'm gonna say. If you do that much to find a basketball player, you're sick. Okay. No, I don't think so. I think that you okay, people, this is what life no, is about. Sick. Set a goal, develop <laughs> a plan, and just execute it. You can be anything you want, including a basketball wife. Just plan it out. You feel like that's how you're gonna get married though? I mean, Melissa's a basketball wife. No, I'm not. Oh. I am so not. You're a basketball wife to be. Oh, oh God, no. No, no, no. Would you be on Basketball Wives the show? Mm, I've had a bad experience with reality TV. <laughs> I'm just going to leave it there. Well, I would yeah. love to I see was, you. I was on, I'm, since you opened the door, I was on a show where I was promised by the network and by the production company that we were the antithesis of all of the reality shows that try to solve their conflict with combat. We were the antithesis of that. Read, we are the opposite. And, well, that's not what happened. It never happens like that. That's how they get you in. It was not fucking okay. Right. I'm just going to leave it there. Well, this and is talk what about I will say. This, this, this is what I will <laughs> say. You know, this show is mixed with ratchetness, ratchetness, inspiration, mm-hmm. tears, blood, sweat, all that. Okay. That's funny. Righteousness. You're right. so funny. <laughs> well, blood, sweat, and hills. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But let me say that this is one thing for sure. When I first left reality TV, it was because I didn't like the way I, that I was being handled in the show. And where I am now, I have said I am going to live out the existing talent contracts I have. And I'm going to leave television until I could become an executive because mm-hmm. I feel like with Hollywood Unlocked, I mean, I own the, my brand. I, I, I'm so far invested in it that I get to control how I'm edited and what I do and this and that. Mm-hmm. And we can create award shows and we can do all these things. But now I'm at the point where, like, I don't even want to dis- have a disappointment with a producer anymore. Mm-hmm. I just want to say this is what I want to do. And if you want me in it, this is what we have to do. Mm-hmm. And get it done. Mm-hmm. And people can create it. That whole build your own table thing. Um, I, I actually was looking for a title for my second book, my business book. And I think I have it. I'm just going to can I put it out. Should I put, put it out now? Put it, um, no. No. Nah, because somebody no. might try to take the just title. Just wait. Yes. Yeah, 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 okay, yeah, yeah. I'll tell you guys privately what it is. Okay, yeah, cool. Do that. Okay. All right, y'all. It's time for another Hollywood hookup. Hollywood it is hookup. Officially 2019, and everybody needs a great pair of wireless earbuds. I but just got some. You got some? Mm hmm. 
But check this out. See, what you should have did is before you dropped hundreds of dollars on a pair, you need to check out wireless earbuds from Raycon. Mm. Mm-hmm. Okay, well. Mm, is right. So Raycon <laughs> starts at about half the price of any other premium wireless earbuds on the market, and they just sound amazing. Damn. Now, here's a little food for thought, okay? The company was actually founded by Ray J, and celebrities like Snoop Dogg and Cardi B are literally obsessed with these earbuds. No way. Yes way. Now, Raycon's E50 wireless earbuds have totally changed the game for me. They're comfortable. I mean, I wish I was rocking them right now. I'm telling you, but, you know, it doesn't really hook up to this system. Mm. But, look, you can take them literally everywhere. Like the gym? Like the gym. Okay. So unlike some of the other wireless options, Raycon earbuds are stylish, they're discreet, and there's no dangling wires or stems, none of that. It's just right in the air. I hate those dangling wires. Yeah, and I don't like the stems either. Sometimes that just feels funny on my ears. Mm. And of course, they just don't look great. They sound great too. No way, because that's always an issue. Yeah. Mm. Especially if you get like the real nasty cheap ones. Ugh. It could be an issue. It's like you're on an airplane or something. (laughs) (laughs) So Raycon offers wireless earbuds for everyone and in a range of fun colors and an unbeatable price. Unbeatable, you say. Okay, so this is what I need you to do. Go to Raycon.com slash unlocked, okay, to get 15% off your first order. They're already affordable. You get 15% off your first order. That's buyraycon.com slash unlock for 15% off your Raycon wireless earbuds. I'm if, literally doing that right now. You're doing it right now? Right now. If you've been eyeing a pair, now it's the time to get an amazing deal. One more time. That's buyraycon.com slash unlocked. And that's your Hollywood hookup. That's right. I do want to give a shout out really quick to 17-year-old Elijah Alamine, who mm-hmm. was murdered. Um, I'm not going to say unfortunately killed. He was murdered by a sick bastard in uh, at a Circle K in what city? Uh, Peoria, uh, which Arizona. is in Arizona. Okay, in, in yeah. Arizona. So this was a, uh, a young black man who was killed by a deranged white man mm-hmm. who said that he killed him because he was listening to rap music and he had been previously traumatized by somebody listening to rap music. Now there's a whole bunch of controversy because people are saying that the man was let out of prison early or incorrectly or something. There's some yeah. legal mm-hmm. issue there. Yep. And but has I, a, and had a, which should Wait, wait, let me say. Okay. He slit this young boy's throat. Yeah, with a pocket knife. I can't even, like, hell? I can't. It, it brings back the whole junior thing, yeah. you know, for me. And it, looking at this little boy, he. There's some similarities. There's a lot of similarities there. A lot there. of similarities. Yeah, physical similarities. And the story is just, it's just so tragic because, I mean, you know, the guy's using, uh, you know, uh, just the fact that he's been traumatized. So he's using the excuse of having mental health issues. No, for the most part, nah, like, you bro. know, most violent crimes are not committed by people with mental health issues. I think that that's like a red herring and just like First an, of all, an excuse. You downtown, no, you, no, you're just a fucking asshole you and you're deranged. Millions and psychotic. of people with mental issues that don't hurt anybody. You see right. people screaming at each other. They might even hurt themselves. I was about to say, they more, they're more likely to hurt themselves. Yeah, they're also they're more so a danger to themselves. So mm-hmm. you can't use that as an excuse like come on do you yeah, slit well, somebody's throat he used uh the fact that he had psd from having previously been attacked by black and brown and latino people um who listen to rap music i'm just like so you ran up on somebody and slit their throat and somebody that's... who wasn't even bothering you somebody who just didn't even know you existed <laughs> there you go yeah well, I'll well him, i don't know how rap, the jail, the i mean it's one thing if he says i listen to rap music and it tells me to kill people so i kill people you listen so somebody who listened to rap music 
made you want to kill other people who listen to rap music. And on top of this, I don't understand the senseless killing of kids. You know, it's one thing when you're talking about killing adults or whatever. This kid had aspirations and dreams of work, becoming, you know, working in the uh, the hospitality industry. And he just looks so young and innocent, full of life. And I, I guess the, the issue that I have is, okay, on one hand, if you want to say he had mental health issues, so we release him early from jail, then somebody's liable. So then mm -hmm. sue the prison, so yeah. prison system, write the check, or nigga go to prison and die for the rest of your life. Mm -hmm. Die or go to prison for the rest of your life. Or I don't both. know. It's just unfortunate because I just, um, I mean, there's really no answer. You know, and people say on, on Hollywood Unlocked, we get criticized sometimes. They say, oh, why do you post, you know, all this news about racism and this and that? My contribution in being able to be proud and be black is to be able to share just a snapshot of what's actually happening in the world. Today, we posted a video that's just not suitable for work. It's very graphic. It's a young man, a black man on the ground, two cops on him. One looks, I want to say Asian or Hispanic. One looks black, the cops. Mm. They're trying to handcuff him. He's like arguing with them. And he's basically saying, why are you trying to arrest me in front of my car? Mm -hmm. Long story short, because they can't get the cuffs on him, one cop pulls out his gun and shoots the guy on the ground. And it's caught on camera. And so now Did that's he, circulating on his street. Is okay? No, he died. Oh, my God. I'm, I, here's a question. What are your tasers broken? What the fuck is wrong with your tasers? Why is it always like Irv said? Why is it always shoot to kill, kill shots in the chest? Like why is that? Well, let's that? go back. I will say, you know, back in my former life, believe it or not, for three years I worked at a probation department, and one of the things is the training changed years ago. From you know, like if people were running away, you could shoot in the air and say stop or what to scare them, mm -hmm. but somebody sensible said those bullets have to come down so they stopped that and they mm -hmm. switched the train to shoot to kill mm -hmm. so they don't shoot to wound anymore they shoot to kill um when you're a threat but you know you're only supposed to use the gun when there's an imminent threat right how is a person on the ground with two big ass niggas on top of them a clearly threat. not up and fighting you a threat but you have pepper spray you have a club you, you have, have tasers. tasers and some of those you have niggas, all these utilities some, on the belt and some of those niggas have fear too and that's what's driving yeah. shooting a man who's unarmed on the ground. But this this goes back to, I mean, you know, I was, said the story on one of the shows where mm -hmm. I was in front of my building and mm -hmm. got accosted. You, may, you know, some of us never even think it could happen to you. Mm -hmm. But the reality is, I think when people see black people, they're immediately terrified. And I don't understand that. When they see us. And apparently uh, even black people, because you said it was a black cop and an Asian cop. So, Well, the black cop didn't shoot him. So when the other guy pulled out his gun and shot him, he was kind of like, what the fuck? But he was still in it trying to handcuff the guy. So they were handcuffing this guy who was dying. Mm -hmm. And then yelling for ambulance and this and that, whatever. I mean, I don't know. I hope they uh, prosecute them. But the reality is they probably won't. Mm, so, so Well, since he's, not, since he's not white, they'll probably make a scapegoat out of him and just, you know prosecute him you know to the fullest extent that the law will allow but cops they, like as an organization they're not trying to take down their own they're not trying to make them vulnerable like the, the, we will never really see the day that we see cops on trial for murder because that's exactly what this is so back to the the hollywood unlock the criticism we use our platform to talk about celebrity news and pop culture and news and world news but i also think that on trial and convicted celebrities are very uh involved in what's happening when it comes to racism or like the movie uh, when they see us or the documentary when they see us or whatever. So for us, we will continue to use our platform to educate and share ignorance and hopefully bring some awareness to a subject that's really important to me and to the, our people. Shed so, a light. So we dedicate the show to him. All right. Um, ASAP Rocky, your man. Oh my God, what? 
What he, happened now? He's still in jail. He is still in jail. So um, uh, his lawyer has basically said that he is in solitary confinement mm-hmm. and he is um, the deplorable conditions of the jail in Sweden, which kind of didn't make any sense to me, but whatever. Um he, he, well, can you break when you say deplorable and doesn't make he, sense? It, it's, it's making me sound. It's making it sound like he's a in a jail in like the Ukraine or something like that. Like what, like locked up abroad or something. I'm having visions of that, and I'm like, this is Sweden. This is probably the most one of the most civil, sensible. They're saying he's in bad conditions. <clears throat> That's yeah. what they're saying. I I read deplorable somewhere. Um and then uh and also something about um the food is something I don't know. I talked to one of my girlfriends in Sweden. She was just like, "You Americans love to blow things up. It is su-. she was like, "I will say this. The prosecutor involved is really trying to make a name for himself and he's known for being an asshole. So that's why the case is carried on to yeah. this extent. This is it's, it's the reason why he's still in jail because he's trying to make an example out of him. Well, one mm-hmm. Twitter user said Kim Kardashian needs to get him out. Hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> Kim K, we need you. I mean, honestly, I ain't gonna lie. I did think of calling Larsa to say, "Can you ask Kim to get ASAP?" I may be great for the culture. She probably wins some points for that, right? I guess. Okay, but n- so no, no. Well, there's 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 something that popped up online. I don't know. Do you have it teed up? No, I was saying they're, they're like doing like a petition like to get them out. And they're also saying that we're going to ban Sweden. So I think a lot. Ban of, Sweden from doing what? I mean, I think a lot of artists aren't going to go, you know, go okay, to guess perform. Okay, guess what? Get, hold on one second. Guess what you, if you want to do that whole ban Sweden thing, guess where you can't shop anymore? Ikea. Nothing out of Ikea. Okay. You want to ban Sweden? You want to ban buying well, shit from okay. Sweden? Ikea, you cannot <laughs> well, go anywhere okay. near. There's a problem. There's, I can think of a few other things, but Ikea, you need to stay out that's of okay. if you want to start well, banning Ikea, Sweden Ikea is for poor people anyway, but not that. Let, like let me just say this. I got Let me just say this. Let me say this. Go and get my mosquito knitting for I got tons shit. of shit from Ikea. I don't need to shop anymore. That's, <laughs> that's, that's, that's why you got everything you need. I will say, Ikea is a motherfucker. That is an amazing. Whoever created that is brilliant. Swedes. Oh, we're not going here today. <laughs> we ain't going back until ASAP. But A$AP's let me tell out. you, so a lot of people have responded to this online petition. All right, y'all, it's time for another Hollywood hookup. Hollywood hookup. So check this out. If you're just not good at doing simple things like me, like um, me, I'm terrible at going to the post office. It's just, it's a massacre when I go every it's time. It's one thing I don't want to do. And I piss the people off that work there. So I got something for you. If you're like that, if you go in the post office and you piss off the workers, I got something for you. And it's called stamps.com. And at the end of the day, no one really has time to go to the post office anyway. You're busy. You got all this traffic you got to drive through, especially if you're living in L.A. And we like to do things from the comfort of our home. That's right. Then you got to park it. You got lugging stuff. Nobody wants to do that. So that's why I'm going to put you on the stamps.com. It's all you need. It's one of the most popular time-saving tools for small businesses and just for regular people like me. And I just started another business, so I'm going to be taking <laughs> advantage of this. So with that being said, stamps.com eliminates the trip to the post office and saves you money with discounts that you can't even get at the post office. That's awesome. Okay, so this is how it works. Stamps.com brings all the amazing services of the U.S. post offices right to your computer. I'm logging on right now as we speak. Now, check this out. Whether you're a small you know, office sending invoices or online seller shipping out mm-hmm. products, that's what actually what I do, or even a warehouse sending thousands of packages a day, Stamps.com can handle it all with ease. 
That's awesome. That's right. She's now, this is how it works. You just use your computer, uh, print official U.S. postage 24-7 for any letter, any package, or any class of mail anywhere you want to send. Once your mail is ready, just hand it to the mail carrier or drop it off in the mailbox. Boom. That simple. I love it. You heard that? Boom. Boom. That's how it happens. Just tell like that. How, tell them how to do it. Stamps.com is a no-brainer saving time and money. No wonder why over 700,000 small businesses are already using Stamps.com. That's a lot of small businesses. It's a lot of small businesses. So right now, our listeners get a special offer that includes a four-week trial plus free postage and a digital scale, okay? A digital scale without any long-term commitment. Just go to stamps.com, click on the microphone on the top of the homepage, and type in Unlocked. And that's your Hollywood hookup. That's right. That's stamps.com and enter Unlocked. Mm-hmm. Let me preface what I'm going to say with, I like ASAP as a person. I, he's a nice guy. Oh, yes. He's he's all he's the culture and all that. But yeah, he said some dumb shit that I got to read here. Unfortunately, because that's what we do. Okay. So when speaking on the Alton Sterling and Philando Castile situation, uh-huh. those are black men who were yeah, killed yeah. at mm-hmm. the hands of police. Mm-hmm. Reading the Source magazine, they uh, they said that this was the question that well, this is from this is on the Source, but I don't know if the Source did this interview. But it says, "Do you ever feel like you're being forced to address the issue, the issues of black?" men being killed by police this was asap's answer and then we're gonna dive into it they're not forcing me to do shit i'm just gonna stay black and die why because i'm black so every time something happens because i'm black i gotta stand up what the fuck am i al sharpton now i'm asap rocky I did not sign up to be no political activist. I want to talk about my motherfucking lean, my best friend dying, the girls that come in and out of my life. Hey, Melissa. The jicky fashion that I wear, my new inspirations in drugs. Uh, I don't want to talk about no fucking Ferguson and shit because I don't live over there. I live in fucking Soho in Beverly Hills. I can't relate. I'm in the studio. I'm in these fashion studios. I'm in these bitches' draws. I'm not doing anything outside of that. That's my life. So, before we dive into that, that is what he actually was quoted as saying. Mm-hmm. I will say as somebody who loves ASAP as a person, I'm extremely disappointed. Because that just shows he's so far removed from being black. Now, I'm not saying that I believe he's far removed from being black. I'm just saying if that's what he actually said, that means that nigga's not in touch. The second part of that I will say is that sometimes you have to go through it to to understand it, yeah. like, and really feel it. Yeah. And I bet you he's sitting in there right now thinking about these comments, mm-hmm. and he's probably going to get out with probably the same, hopefully with the same energy Meek Mill has on reform because there's no way you can actually experience it firsthand and not have a different opinion than that. I'm not going to take up for him, but it sounds like when you listen to that whole statement out loud, it sounds like interview fatigue, like he mm-hmm. then did 10 interviews that day and everybody mm-hmm. keeps asking him about Ferguson mm-hmm. and everything. And it sounded like he just had a sarcastic remark because he said, I am black, I'm living black. I'm just, I'm going to give him a little bit of a pass because it doesn't sound like that as a person that interviewed people before. If you keep asking the same person the same question every interview, you start getting a little pissed off and then you forget who you're even talking to. You're on the phone, somewhere driving, you're trying to just live your life and then like, you keep asking me about Ferguson. I wouldn't approach it that way because 
I have a personal connection and I think it matters to me, but maybe it didn't matter to him that much. And he's like, why do y'all keep asking me about this? Mm. It probably could have been played better, but just hearing that out loud when you read it, it sounded like interview fatigue. Well, I will say that if you have interview fatigue, you should stop being famous and you should go get a job working at Dunkin' Donuts. Because at the end of the day, when people interview you, for me, like a clear example, we had Irv Gotti on the show, probably one of my favorite interviews ever. He's extremely energetic and animated and he answers every question. He's the perfect interviewer, mm -hmm. interviewee. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But I don't know a lot about the history of hip hop. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I know... I know music that I like and that I don't like when I listen to it. I'm not a librarian of every fucking rapper or every beef that's happened or this or that. And honestly, I don't even care about it all. I just like to listen to what I like. Um, and I will say that when Irv was here, there was a lot of stuff in that interview that I was mi mistaken or whatever. And you were mm. great because you knew it and you've been around it mm -hmm. more, right? Mm. If somebody said, to, if somebody saw this interview and say I went to the BET Awards and did the carpet and every single interviewer asked me the same question, I would just be privileged that these people even want to talk to me. Mm -hmm. And I think that, you know, it goes back to that conversation that I had with Kanye West at his house, at Chris Jenner's house that one time uh, that I went over there about his comments at TMZ and not really understanding the effect that he has on us yeah. black people yeah. who hold him to a certain standard of black excellence or at the time did right so i mean i'm not gonna make any excuse for i see that point of view but i guess i'm not gonna make any excuse for asap in Me fact either. if i want to do anything now i want to get to him under like i want to interview him now to understand okay this is what you said mm -hmm. what do you feel now mm -hmm. because i'm sure there may be there has to be a difference and yeah. we we also privileged to have somewhat of a personal relationship with asap to know even hearing that it's like but he's not really like that so that's why I'm like, it has to be something playing into that interview fatigue. I'm not giving him a pass because still at the end of the day, you're a black man and these are things affecting us as a culture. But something sounded up with how he was responding. Like, but that's he's but, not that but, but that goes back to like when I threw the drink on <clears throat> Hazel E. You know how many people asked me about that? Like, do you know how many people still today talk about that? Yeah. And I will say, I've never once defended throwing a drink in her face. I never once said, I did it because that bitch, blah, blah. I never did that. Mm. I have my personal feelings of why I did it. Mm -hmm. and But I took responsibility. And, and based on me, my behavior, me looking at it and going, you know what? That was some fuck shit. Even though you have a reason that makes sense to you why you did it. I'm not going to go out and lash out at an interviewer because now I'm tired of hearing it the 15,000th yeah. time and say, the bitch deserved it because, you know, she blah, blah, blah. No, I mean, they asked the question. I answered the question. Mm -hmm. I moved on. There became a point where I said, I'm no longer answering that question. And so when it comes up, I just say, ha, you funny. And I move on. And that, that's the end of your interview. Now mm -hmm. move on. Okay. I'm not going to start. I'm not, But I'm not going to make myself look crazy. Yeah. But there's been, I mean, you like. You know what I'm saying? But here's the thing is, uh, you know, optics. He probably doesn't have the ability at this point of being famous for so long to turn the reflective mirror on himself, you know, in order to be able to see see and hear himself and he say, oh my God, that might sound a little crazy if I actually say something like that out loud, you know? And then also he's not the first rock star that's had a problem with being, with the assignment being placed on him as role model. He's like, he will, he will probably say, I did not get in this game to be a motherfucking role model. That's not what I did. I came, I got in this game to motherfucking rap and that's what I do. And I do it so well that I have million, I'm a global fucking star, mm -hmm. yeah. you know? So that would be, I think would be his argument. He would be like, fuck it. I said it. 
it. I still I stand by it. I don't give a fuck. I could see him saying all but that. But that's where it goes back to, you know, I read in the com I read the comments. Mm-hmm. I, I read the comments. You know, Jason Lee's a colorist because I like niggas who are light skinned. That's what I prefer. Just like some guys prefer Asian girls or some guys prefer white women or some guys prefer, you know, totally black and all natural. Mm. That doesn't mean that what I like doesn't mean everything else isn't beautiful. Mm-hmm. I, especially up to recent, I've seen and have had a lot of interaction with a lot of beautiful black men. I love being black. Mm-hmm. I'm prideful in being black. Mm-hmm. But do I need to go down my resume of all the black shit I've done to prove to the people who want to call me a colorist that I'm not a colorist? No. What I have to do is create an award show that include that increases inclusion of black media. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I have to create a brand called Black Brands Matter to be able to create a conversation online and clothes that people can wear to promote being proud of being black. Mm-hmm. And I have to become a successful entrepreneur as a black man. But I don't have to go and do 20,000 interviews dispelling rumors of being a colorist. Well, that's probably why he why he answered the question that he did. Because, I mean, if you look at it, first of all, how old is he? He's under 30, okay? And he's been famous for a significantly long time. He's had multiple albums out. I think that all of them are, like, platinum or something like that. Like, he's an underwear model for... Who, Calvin who, Klein. Calvin Klein, Dior. Like, he's got, like, all of these, you know, massive luxury brands. We get it, but he's from Harlem. Yeah, I get it. And he goes back regularly to Harlem. He ain't. You can't be in Harlem and not feel the black renaissance of Harlem. Mm. Even when I'm walking down the street in Harlem, I feel my blackness. Right. You don't. I know you do. I mean, even if you stop by Melba's for some potato salad, he did say I'm black. He didn't even deny that. So I guess. I I, I guess his. I guess what the translation I got from him, what he said was, there is no way that I can avoid understanding Mm -hmm. the struggle. I'm black, and that's what it is. It's in our fucking DNA. That's what it is. So stop asking me what I think about these particular instances. They're fucked up. It's obvious. But I, so ain't, but I ain't over there. I'm in Soho and Beverly Hills. That's you taking it a little See, but too. I mean, and that's why I feel like it was some fatigue there, like because it's it fatigue, just it's but all, a little but, angry. But also, it's no excuse, but though. also, there's a little bit of uh, elitism to his comment. Mm. Totally. I live in Soho and Beverly Hills. Yes, motherfucker, you do. You live a you live a very comfy lifestyle. You are rich as fuck. You know what I'm saying? So your perspective has probably been altered by the amount of time that you have been famous and living comfortably. Yeah. I, I will say I recently went back to my hometown. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, you'll see this play out this season. Mm-hmm. And I went back to where I used to hang out when I was 19, 20. And I mean, I was in the dirtiest dirt. I was in the dirt. I was. I mean, when I tell you I came from the dirt. I was in the streets, hmm. but to go back and run into like old friends and this and that, it was a trigger for me to go, damn, I've come a long way. Yeah. But there's also the responsibility of having conversations where I can put out people have said I'm a colorist or this or that on, on our platform. So that way I can continue to talk through and have a conversation where it goes both ways. But you know? do you think that you would have done that at the age of 28? Do you think yeah. that your perspective, you know, your perspective would well, have well, 20, been twenty eight? I was still in the trenches of working. I mean, you know, I was. Right. I mean, I was. You know, I'm forty one. So right. twenty eight, I was still working at the union. I was. I was. I was in hospitals every day, working with everyday workers. A, a lot of very mature and uh, mature 
thinking, you know, attached to life experiences, you mm -hmm. know, the ups and downs of life is, you know, is attached to the opinion that we have in terms of what we think he should have said, what we think he should feel, what we think he should do, you know, like it, we, it is natural to think you have a platform, be responsible yeah. with it. Not everybody feels that way. They're like, yo, I just wanted to get rich, get money, fuck bitches, live on yachts and shit. He's doing that. He's he's living he's living his his version of a dream. We don't know what he's going to become in the next two years, three years. Who knew Bieber was going to be you know as enlightened as he is at his age? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like whatever you know, uh, spiritual, emotional, mental transformation he went through. That's his personal journey, and he sounds completely different from like the douchebag he used to sound like. But you know, that's his Gross. journey. Who knows? Maybe this uh, this this stint in a Swedish prison is is <laughs> definitely is going to change his perspective, and he's going to be a little bit more, um, you know, uh, a, a little bit more sensitive. I mean, listen, no matter you know? what prison you're in, whether it's Swedish prison and you're sipping cocktails in it or not, when you can't leave a place and you're confined to it and you're restricted from moving and doing be, having freedom, prison sucks. Prison is prison. I was in Burbank jail for two days with this <laughs> motherfucker playing solitaire. <laughs> And I'm telling you, that nigga used that nigga would scream at me about being too loud, bitch. I'm I'm shuffling cards. <laughs> the fuck else can we do? Jail's not fun. I will say jail's not good for jail. people with uh, ADHD either. Jail you, is terrible. You're stuck in this little room. And yeah. You, you know, one of the worst. Like I was in. We uh, had a shower in the same room, so we had a shower at the same time. It was, it was oh nice. yeah, where was I? Uh, it's called the Tombs. So if you live in New York or the tri-state area, you know about the Tombs. It's Central Booking and. Um, yeah. You was in there? Oh, shit, yeah. What the hell was you doing in there? <laughs> <laughs> it's a really, what was Melissa doing in the it's tombs? It's a really long fucking funny story, but I'm watching like fucking crackheads go through withdrawal. I was like, oh, God. Oh, yeah, it's tough. Uh, I would not go to the bathroom. I definitely had a cheese sandwich because I was fucking starving. And at one point when I'm like in the arraignment box, <laughs> this guy says to me, he was like, yo, Miss Ford, can I get an autograph? I'm like, not the right fucking time, asshole. Okay, might, I'm about to get arraigned. He might I'm have trying to get out of here. No, he should I have was. Him first of all, Listen, first I was of, trying to avoid going wait, to Rikers. But first of all, you getting arraigned ain't got nothing to do with him being a fan wanting a picture. You stop and take a picture. I, yeah. I did not think that and the judge would find that appropriate. Treat. Well, the judge didn't find whatever you was going to prison for appropriate either. <laughs> I'm just glad to have. We lived through that experience. So are we protesting Sweden or are we no, just... No, I mean, look, at this point, ASAP needs to come out and do this interview so we can get to the bottom line. Well, listen, I'm I'm cancel, I'm cancel fatigued, okay? We're canceling people. We're canceling countries. We're, we're, just we're canceling on. fucking Ikea. We're canceling everything, are okay? Are we not standing with ASAP on this movement? What does Lil Nas had to say about it? Lil Nas X? Yeah. I don't know. Probably nothing. All right, right, so he needs to come out and say something. <laughs> Little Nas X? He needs to come out and say something. <laughs> it's time for another Hollywood hookup. Um, I don't know about you guys, but every once in a while, it's really hard to get over an ex. You know, you kind of mm -hmm. want to feel like you want to detox them out of your life oh. or at least out of your hoo-ha or <laughs> your the hoo JJ, whatever you want to call it. Goddess Detox is a holistic wellness company that provides herbal self-love. Okay, I'm so gonna is it like herbal tea? 
for your vajayjay. Yes. Oh, okay. Somebody. These are herbal self-love inspired products for women to detox physically, spiritually, and emotionally. And you know we need that, <laughs> ladies. Um, they have a very popular product, ladies, called the Goddess Vaginal Detox Pearls, which are an all-natural herbal suppository that you put inside your vajayjay. That's right. Pop it in. Um, it has helped women decrease their cramps on their menstrual cycle. Uh, it's helped to regulate their menstrual cycles, helped women get pregnant, helped women reduce pain who have endometriosis and polycystic ovarian syndrome mm. um, and it's also helped them detox their exes That's yes right. yes the energy of your exes l- tends to linger so. so is this like is this like a car wash for your pussy pretty much I'm not even going to address that right now okay so if you're trying to get your ex's energy out of you then their goddess detox pearls are perfect for you it's also been beneficial for women to reconnect with themselves and release negative energy they also have a really cool in-home vaginal steaming combo Here it so is. that open that up can, i need to see what that is you oh. can steam your vagina from the privacy of your home it's the pot you know just Calling the kettle black. Just ignore these guys, okay? Because they don't know our struggle, ladies. Oh, that's nice. That looks like what you bathe a child in. It's really, really pretty. I like that. Um, Okay, so what do you do with that? You sit on top of that and plug in. What do you do? Okay, so if you don't know what vaginal steaming is... Apparently, you guys don't. I don't. It's an old tradition that many women in other countries still practice today where women sit over a pot Mm. of boiling steaming herbs... So that the medicinal properties of the herbs get into your uterus and your vajayjay and promote womb health. Yes, this is perfect for a hot girl summer. Okay. Uh, (laughs) The benefits are similar to the goddess detox pearls, except you don't have to insert anything inside of you, which some of you might be uncomfortable with. And it's a quicker cleanse. Um, You can follow them on Instagram at goddess detox. That's G-O-D-D-E-S-S-D-E-T-O-X. Or visit their website, goddessdetox.org, for more information. Their products have helped over 20,000 thousand women and i and i will say goddess detox is one of our premier advertisers they do i mean i love how she's built her company and how she really does develop really great marketing content i mean people do engage the content and clearly women are buying it so shout out to her and honestly the reviews are they're through the roof Mm -hmm. so um Go over to goddessdetox.org or at goddess detox on instagram and that is your hollywood hookup (laughs) all right mariah carey is uh prude yeah, well, that's what she, that's what she says. By her own admission, she says, "I am kind of a prude." Uh, she's revealed that she's only been with five men in her life. Sexually. Sexually, yeah. Um, in a new cover feature for Cosmopolitan, Mariah Carey opened up about her sex life. So, does the vagina dry up if you're not fucking regularly, or no? It probably stay juicy. No, I wouldn't know. Jesus Christ. Well, you have the vagina. Answer the question. I know, I do. Mine is. Well, yours has regular traffic. <gasps> look, I'm hey, look, I'm not in this. Hold up, let me shuffle my. You notes. just had a whole detox. <laughs> you, see, he, you said so traffic, though. Oh, there is this. That means this car is stuck. This is no. Okay, <laughs> is traffic the wrong word? The yeah. Five is, <laughs> okay, I apologize. The thing is, this show moves so fast, I don't even know what words to use. Okay, traffic I, is I, not the fucking word. Okay, I think you're mistaking co-hosts. Hello. Um. Anyways. <laughs> um, Wait, are you talking about April? I'm not. I didn't say anything. I'm just. We've saying, only had one other female. I'm co-host. just saying. No, I'm just saying we 
have. April is in a relationship. I with wasn't Fizz. talking to. A- I didn't say anything. I just said you have me mistaken with somebody else. <laughs> Y'all cool. See, this is um, the thing, Melissa. You get to be shady because you you do it in a nice, you know, sly. Like I didn't say no names. You did. Can, I, can we talk about Mariah Carey? And, okay. her, and her five sex partners. Okay, okay no more traffic. You. So your traffic is. Slow. I do not. There is no. You can't call it traffic, <laughs> bruh. Traffic. There is <laughs> making it seem like there's multiple. And Jesus Christ. Was that okay? the wrong word? Yes, it's the wrong word. <laughs> but what was the word he said before traffic? He said it, it got <laughs> extreme. <laughs> extreme. <laughs> I don't know what there. Oh my god. Okay, listen. As a, and as a matter of fact, I don't know. Maybe this might be a little bit TMI. But whenever I'd be in the change room with my girlfriends, they were like, "You're, you're little. Your ears are so little." And I'm What's like, little? My Listen, my situation wait, is wait. little. It's tiny. I do not have a. I don't. I don't have a big cat. I have a. I have a little one. I have wait. a little front to back. <laughs> wait. So those big cats? Is it because it has like some kind of infection or something? No. Oh, no I mean, some women just have larger <laughs> size vaginas. Vajayjays. Do guys like was. women with large vaginas? They do. They do. Mm-hmm. Why? I have no idea. That's the thing, though. <laughs> so you prefer women with large vaginas? It don't really matter. I don't be like, oh man, so fat. Like. It's well, just- it is what it is. <laughs> okay, so does, okay, I don't all vagina is good. Mine is, mine is, mm. mine is little. Mm. Mine is little. So is that it's good or bad? I think it's, a, I think it's fabulous. When you say it's little, it's I well, I let's just say I do. I will probably never need vaginal rejuvenation in my entire life. Really? Yeah. Well, what if somebody knocked that left wall out? Then what? <laughs> Knock the no. wall down? No, 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 no. And, 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 it down. Be like no. a SWAT team in that shit. <sighs> You know what? That's multiple Let's, people again. Yeah, we're Stop yeah. saying team and traffic. Yeah. Stop not. using T when it comes to vagina. <laughs> I have team. I have never Wait, had a complaint. That. I've only had praise. Thank you very much. We're just gonna team leave it there, okay? Traffic. So let's so talk about Mariah troops. Carey and her sex life. Since she opened up since she opened up and talked about her sex life. She said, I haven't had that many. Um, but there has been a variety pack. She called it a variety pack. But okay. <laughs> variety pack. Um, I've only been with five people in my life. Uh, so let's count them. So Nick Cannon. Nick Cannon. Um, Floyd Mayweather. No, I'm just playing. What? I'm okay. playing. They're oh. best friends. I always joke. Oh. I just scratch that. Um, I always, I always jack, jo- jack. Oh. I always joke that they're best friends because they they have such a good friendship that I feel like they should just be together. I think Floyd. I think you and Mariah should figure it out. Uh, okay, so she names them. Okay, oh, okay, so she's currently dating her former backup Brian dancer. Brian Tanaka. Yes, 36-year-old Brian Tanaka. Still my Facebook friend. Um, she was previously married to uh, music exec Tommy Mottola. Okay, uh, Tommy. Back from 1993 to 1998. Okay. She called herself, she basically said I was like a child bride. Okay. Um, she married Nick Cannon from 2008 Ooh. to 2016, whom she ha- shares two kids. That's three. Um, that's three. Um, and uh, la, 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 la. Kelvin, why? Why are the other two fucking names not in she here? She didn't say them. Well, Mariah, don't come out here with this fake news and not tell us who else is in the goddamn rafters. We want to know who else was in the kitty cat. Yeah, she really... How old is Mariah Carey at this point? Isn't she like 50? She's not 50 years old. Oh, God, she'll kill me Put for Put some respect that. on her I'm name. Not, listen, look, what, J-Lo? Isn't J-Lo 50 now? She looks 60? amazing. Oh, wait, you, you can't say... You her 60 or 50? You, I said 50, and you cannot say J-Lo and Mariah Carey in the same sentence. She, I don't know her. Like, that's what Mariah Carey says every oh, time. Oh, wow. Every time. She's 49. See? And she looks fabulous she looks for 49. She looks fabulous in general, okay? Um, aside from her relationships, Mariah also threw some slight shade 
No. Who? Um, at the new type of pop stars that are uh, currently yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, people have no idea what I went through as a child to even get to be an 18-year-old girl with a record deal. This was before you could just go on YouTube and sing. They don't do $2 million videos anymore. Anybody can make a video now. A lot of artists say they write, but they don't really write. No offense to anybody. That's just what I've seen. Mm. And she added, a lot of girls are just nude in front of everybody. She said, no offense to them. Mm. <laughs> I mean, I feel like it comes from a real place. She is shady, though, but I feel like oh, it comes from a real shady place. Shady boots. But she comes from an era where, like, she didn't have to be naked. Like, you just got to see a little bit of cleavage of yeah. her, and it was like, oh, man, I wonder what it's like. Well, like that's she, because she had a damn voice, and she was amazing. I rem- she I- was selling a lot of, of the appeal rather than just giving it all to you. I remember she was doing with Whitney, like, yeah, she was doing what Whitney Houston did. She yeah. was singing. She was singing, but she was still sexy. Like, she'll give you the legs out and the little shorts and the little cleavage, but that'd be it. You no, don't no, get... no, no. She wasn't. I don't well, think, yeah, she, yeah, I don't sure. think Mar- Mariah Carey's ever thought it as sexy. Mariah Carey? Yes, she was sexy. I don't think so. Why do you think Nick Cannon was like, this needs to be well, my wife? No, nah, hold on. Nah, Mariah no, no. Carey was definitely wait, considered wait, sexy. Wait, wait, Mariah no. Carey has yes. never been in the same sentence as sexy. There, no, no, no. That's there not was, true. Th- listen, there was phases, okay? So while that's she was, when, when she was married to Tommy Mottola, who married her very, she was cute. very shortly after her breakout performance of Vision of Love, I swear to God, I heard that shit at four o'clock in the morning. It woke me up. Wait, that's, was she was sexy then to you? No, 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 she wasn't. So basically, she, she says she, she, he was controlling, so okay. he controlled her image. He controlled her cuteness. Well, yeah, they wanted her to be like you know on every radio station, top forty. Okay, she was easy cute. Listening. Okay, when she left him was when she broke out the booty shorts and yeah. I want puffy, I want ODB. She had a sexy no, face. She was she, she was, was on roller she coasters. Was, oh, she was yeah. very pretty. No, she, no, she, no was she was going for sexy. She was sexy. Yeah, remember what was the video with Puffy? Um, uh, with she Diddy? had a couple sexy videos. Yeah, I and remember. she's like in a tiny short dress. Yeah, Mariah took her clothes. She was, but she, she was, did it yeah. in a way where I could understand for her looking at today. It's like, well, I, you know, it's just different times. In, but in her mind, her talent over always superseded. Yeah, the the physical. You know what I'm saying? She didn't. She didn't have to. She didn't, she could have a paper bag on. Her but, vocal, you know, prowess was what sold records. But I think she has to understand her, it's a time where people can do both, where they can have the talent, and if they want to look like that, they're here's free, a, here's free a, here's an even to better, do that. Here's an even better question. Who do you think she's shading? Mm. Who do you think she's shading? I don't care. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> okay. Speaking, um, of, speaking of social media... Uh, <laughs> Are you gonna go see the new mermaid, the Little Mermaid? Because I'm a hundred percent going, just specifically because people tried to come for that young lady, oh Halle Bailey. Yeah, uh, no, be, fuck that. Before you get into that, I let me that. just say right now, Hollywood Unlocked commits to buying out a theater in the hood or yes. whatever hood anywhere. Okay, but you take the girls because I ain't about to go look at the mermaid. Okay, I, I can't wait. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, so social media reacted to Halle Bailey, mm-hmm. um, not to be mistake with, mistaken with Halle Berry, which there was that. On Twitter. Yeah, it was very confusing. Halle Berry was like, wait, I'm going to be Ariel? And she was like, oh, oh, that one. Okay, gotcha. Um, she's been cast as Ariel from The Little Mermaid. Um, Disney has decided to cast Halle from uh, Chloe. And Halle. And Chloe and Halle. Mm-hmm. Um, as Ariel uh, from The Little Mermaid. Aren't they twins? How do you pick which one? To... They're not twins. They're not twins. Oh, okay. They're sisters, no. though. Yeah. And they're both music- musically amazing. Yeah, yeah. They were guests on Wild and Out. I don't know if their episode has aired yet, but I was able to interview them backstage. Uh, my podcast was shut down after that interview, but it was a great interview. And these are Beyonce's uh, girls. These, mm-hmm. these girls and they were are... on uh, mm-hmm. Grownish. 
That's the show. Yeah, Grownish. Mm-hmm. They're super talented. I yeah, mean, if you dope. ever see them perform live, they're just their melodic voices in the music, and just it's amazing. So what I really thought was so fucked up was they were not giving her the credit deserved. There were memes that popped up that said that Beyonce had only agreed to do Lion King if they can get these girls and all her other uh, ta- uh, artists in Disney movies, which is funny for social media. And of course, we posted it because it was hilarious. But I thought it was, I thought it was pretty. I think it was wrong. I mean, this girl's on her come up. Kind of, you know, the girl's on her come up. Just mm-hmm. get, put some respect on her name. Mm-hmm. No, that's kind of a good angle with it, though. Listen. But it's still not. That don't mean you're not talented. If somebody can leverage an opportunity for you, I mean, if you sign to somebody, you working under somebody. That's what it's all about. Let me tell you something. When you're in it and you're on the rise, and if you get a little pushed by somebody, yeah. who cares? And you kill it because when you, you still got to kill it. Like yeah. the push can get you in the room, but Disney ain't signing you if you can't kill it. Exactly. Okay. Well, let's go back to the Little Mermaid and talk about you know how Twitter was in a freaking frenzy. Um, their Twitter users sounded off on this imaginary cartoon, <laughs> stating that they should have kept the race of the character white with tweets like, <laughs> "I want Ariel to be white. No hate in my no hate to my skin or nothing, but that's how I've seen her since I was born. I think white girl." A- I think there was a GoFundMe account or a petition to keep Ariel white. Red hair. People have way too much time on their hands and they're That's being they distracted even went as far, by stupid they went, shit. They even went as far as to say... That the only little black Disney character or one of those characters that's black, that they need to make her white or they need to be able to have black characters white. But what they don't realize is there aren't that many black characters to make white. Right. That's why this is such a big deal. Okay. Well, there are people that there are people that are totally here for Ariel. They've sounded off in support of the casting. Um, said uh, one one person in particular said, "Read this. Ariel is a cartoon fish woman whose race has zero <laughs> correlation with her story. If the original cartoon portrayed Ariel as a black fish woman, the story would not change." Um, Disney's Freeform, a network, is silencing all the critics with a thorough clapback in support of its grownish star. With uh, yes, the original author of L- The Little Mermaid was, oh, sorry, an open letter to poor, unfortunate souls. Yes, the original author of The Little Mermaid was Danish. Ariel is a mermaid. She lives in an underwater imaginary <laughs> kingdom in international waters and can legit swim wherever she wants, even though that often upsets Don't tell me they said black Triton. girls can't swim because they better not they're go not, there. They're not going there. They're, okay. this is, yes. <laughs> But for the sake of argument, let's just say that Ariel 2 is Danish. Danish mermaids can be black because Danish people can be black. Um, Ariel can sneak up to the surface at any time with her pals, Scuttle, and the Where are we going with this goddamn fucking shit? They're basically saying... (laughs) Can we get to the basic part? Her pal Scuttle. (laughs) Who the fuck is Scuttle? You didn't watch The Little Mermaid? No, but I know T.S. Madison wants to be Ursula. And I'm here for it. T.S. Madison. Oh, I, I think Melissa um, McCarthy is... because well, she, Of course, her big ass going to get everything. She's actually lost a lot of weight. I know. That's why I said it, just so we could say congratulations. Yeah, she's actually lost a lot of weight. No, but I mean, why can't T.S. Madison be Ursula? She could be Ursula. She could be. She could be Ursula. For my, she knows listen, all the songs. No, but here's the thing. Here's the thing. We don't. Get, but I, what I don't like I'm is we don't. Scene. We don't have to make it an all white production or an all black production. Make it multi fucking cultural. Um, excuse me. Keep what, the prince. Terry Crews wants to be the little guy that, with the sword. What's his name? Terry Crews wants to be in it too. Okay. Again, I said the make Jamaican. it multicultural, but whatever. <clears throat> um, and just for everybody who's never gotten on a fucking plane and left, you know, their neighborhood. Danish people can be black. 
This is the problem. Why are grown people so invested in a little kid production? Not saying that, grown that people can't go see The Little Mermaid, but this is for kids. Why are you so, you putting up petitions, you have all this time on Twitter for something a, a five to six to seven year old is supposed to enjoy. Okay, well, listen, I'll just round it off by saying that the original voice of Ariel, whose name is Jody Benson, she is here for Hallie being... The kid playing the character. What would she be if she wasn't? What they all better. <laughs> what they all better be careful is y'all coming for Beyonce's artist. That's what y'all really missing. And people don't really realize in this city. I don't know if Beyonce is the petty type to make pick up a phone and be like, "Don't give it to her." But if you're coming for Beyonce's artist, that means you're coming for Beyonce's investment. Mm-hmm. That means you fucking with her her coins, which means eventually it's gonna catch up with you. Let this little girl live, and you're bullying a little girl. How old is she? Same age as Lil Nas? <laughs> she's, um, she's young. She's young. What is she, like 18? They missed that I'm whole sick point. 18, Y'all missed the whole point. I'm yeah. saying they say I'm bullying Lil Nas. Fuck it. Move on. Never. Okay, what's the next subject? Okay. Wendy Williams, congratulations. She's out here. Wendy got her groove back. Yes, she did. Yeah, I see yes, you out there she did. So we cozy on the couch. Yeah, exactly. A few weeks ago, people. we saw Wendy Williams roaming the streets of LA and New York with Roaming a new- sounds like... When you have no home and you're just walking around. Okay, well she was she was strolling. Was she parading? She was strolling is when you look like you're looking for a SWAT team parading? to beat that pussy no, up. No, it doesn't. Parading? She, no, she was. She was. No, that is gallivanting. No, that was gallivanting. She's not gallivanting. What is gallivanting? That is a lot of energy. Okay, that is a lot. That's 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 what you do with the motherfucking Abbey. Okay. Speaking of which, I went to the Abbey with this motherfucker, and he kept pushing this. You know, you're gonna stop fucking trying to give away my goddamn vagina. Okay, Why? stop. It. At the Stop Abbey? it. Who are you giving it okay, to? Okay, no, because a lot of the bartenders are straight, and I will say Do that. Do you have a hickey on your neck? Fuck you, oh. no. Excuse me. Is I that a hickey? Not. Turn to turn over a little bit. Yeah, damage. Look at her neck right there. That's, that's I don't. Oh, yes, you do. Look, turn your neck. Show damage. I don't. Have turn, a... turn your neck and show it to damage. What is that? No, nah, that's not a hickey. That is a hickey. I'm about to it's say, you keep it real classic with a hickey? <laughs> it's not a hickey. I don't even know. I might have a rash. Thanks for pointing it out. <laughs> that ain't no rash. Anyways. Somebody been sucking on that thing. No. <laughs> no. There was a bartender at the Abbey this week. He and was, he was good looking. Good looking ain't the word. This motherfucker was fine. <laughs> but that did not mean that I wanted to have anything so to Melissa do with had him. A not jack- even conversation. Melissa, I think, had a jacket or some kind of cover thing. She took it off. Her ass, you know... She, Melissa has a shape that is just even if you're gay when she walks by you're gonna look at her it's iconic okay she had these uh, black pants on and she had I think heels on and a black tight shirt so it was really body fitting Mm -hmm. she's like I was wearing I think I see a friend. I need to go see. So she's walking all around she the bar. She gallivanted. Okay. She gallivanted all around the bar so this nigga could look Good at her. Know. I got a phone he, call. He looks like Aladdin mm. on steroids. Like he's built, <laughs> he's Indian, his hair's up, whatever. Yeah. She, Your friend ain't walking around the Abbey. I, she thought she saw I her had, friend. I thought I tell saw her. You, t- you had to t- give him a preview. Give your rationale about why you walked around the bar like five times. Well, I just walked around once. Exaggeration <laughs> much. Uh, I thought I saw somebody I knew, number one. Number two, I took a phone call. So there's that. Um, well, he and she were disappeared for a while. I don't know where the bartender was gone. People were getting drinks. Wait, Stop y'all dipped lying. off? No, lies, lies, lies. But did you give him a preview? I didn't go anywhere Women know when you give, give the preview. Did no, you give a preview? No, Oh, he was paying yes, attention. Yes, he was. Yes, no. he was staring her down. And every time I kept trying to make a connection, she kept turning her head. I, but yeah. I don't know how I ended up with Melissa and a bunch of lesbians. Now, I love lesbians. Mm. 
I just don't have a bunch of. I, I don't hang out with a group of lesbians, but this was a fun group of lesbians, and yeah. we ran into Breezy, by the way. Yeah, yeah, hey. yeah, yeah, yeah. We did, and I ended up watching All American. Funny enough, I like, left you there. Did you say? Not for long. <laughs> Like, I, I'd had way too much champagne and vodka. I was like, I need to take my fucking Melissa asshole. did see a woman that she would sleep with at the Abbey, though. Did she? No. I said, <laughs> if okay. I was a lesbian, uh-huh. <laughs> she would be my type. Was she kind of like a masculine or was she, was she feminine? No, she was... She was She's a little she, bold. No, she was... A, she she was, was like a pretty butch. She was a... Yeah, I guess a little so. Bit, she had tattoos all the way up to her neck. Oh, okay, so she had a little edge. Yeah. She had tattoos everywhere, but she was still feminine, but like... She was tall like, and slender. You and could tell she, she's like... But these are the conversations I, I like, because anytime a guy says to me, man, if I was to be gay, that, that conversation <laughs> right there, I'm telling you, don't ever have that conversation with me, because that's that little window that I need. I just need that little window. Yeah. If, if you don't want me to harass you, you got to be very clear. I will never fuck with a nigga no matter what. That, I may give you a pass, maybe. But if you say, oh, man, if I was gay, that's it. Have, you, have, you, have people ever said that to you, though? Are you crazy? Oh, my God. Are you kidding? Yeah. Then that window has presented itself. And I climbed. Times through, and I, can and I climbed through like the SWAT team. Exactly. I climbed through like the SWAT team. Motherfucker, guns blazing. Like the troops. Oh my God. If he does anything that is remotely suspect, Jason's eyebrow goes up and then he starts plotting and I'm like... I'm just a hopeless romantic. And I just sit there. I'm like, okay. I'm a hopeless romantic. Every relationship I get in is hopeless. But yeah. at the same time, yeah. <laughs> I still keep trying. Yeah. No, I... There's... Listen, I'm... I'm That's ex- another way to I'm call ex- yourself a thought. I'm, I'm, oh, I'm... Oh, 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 the thought is over here. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, I'm a Thank hopeless you. romantic. Thank you. The I'm thought looking. is over there, No, but, okay? I, but I will say that I am get, I'm getting near the end of my thought days. How no, long I, has I, that I, lasted? Like 15 no, years? No, no, no. <laughs> okay. 50. You know when it's... No, 15. Oh. You know when it's weighing on your no, I've been a thought since I was probably... 15. Okay, so closer to so about like 30. Closer ish. to 30? Yeah. I'm retiring soon. Um, yeah. So, listen, I'm extraordinarily straight, but there have been a couple of girls that, you know, like when a TV gets like static on it, mm-hmm. you know, or feedback in your earphones. Mm-hmm. There's been there's only been a couple of girls where I was just like I'm confused right now. Well, Why? if a guy says to me, I'm I'm extremely straight, but don't that girl put was no one. but in the sentence. That girl was one. Rosa Acosta would be another one. She, she, uh, Rosa's she, going to be trying to eat your pussy now. She, gets, she that. gets everybody confused, okay? Anybody who, Not any, me. Any woman who... You, <laughs> really? Rosa, I ain't never thought of fucking Rosa. Never? I love Dominicans too, but no. Rosa's beautiful. She's one of the baddest girls in my phone. But to me, I don't get moved. I stay in my lane. The only time I veer out my lane is when I'm in lane with a nigga who says, I'm extremely straight, but. <laughs> then I'd be like, get in the car, let's go on a ride. So there's yeah. nothing about. I stay in my lane. That's interesting. I stay in my lane, too. All right, y'all, it's time for another Hollywood hookup. Now, I have a lot of friends out there that are losing their hair and they're not even in their mid-20s yet. Oh, my it's, God, that's so sad. It's an epidemic, but <laughs> don't worry. I have something for you that I you laughed. can use, even if you're not losing your hair, if you just need you know, help with your sexual wellness or you just want to feel Some of good. you guys need help with your sexual wellness. And if you just want to feel good as a grown man, I have a product for yeah. you, and it's called Hems. Now, I'm going to give you a quick little tidbit. 66% of men start to lose their hair by 35, and my God, friends are losing their hair by 25. <laughs> and once you start noticing the thing, it can be too late so you need to jump on it now that's why I'm telling you the solution for this problem it's 4 it's a one stop shop for hair loss skincare haha had that glow and sexual wellness for men you are glowing 
Thank you. <laughs> it must be the hymns. Must be the hymns. <laughs> <laughs> so this is how it works. Hymns is uh, helping guys be the best version of themselves with licensed physicians and FDA approved products to help treat hair loss. That means no snake oil pills or the stuff you get from the gas station that mm. sometimes I'll be wanting to buy because it looks Don't like do it. Okay, yeah. Uh, and it's prescription solutions backed by science, okay? Not just by the cool graphic in the... Yeah, gas that's station. Mm-hmm. That sometimes it's just backed by that. Hems was created by a guy who knows men's health conversations are easier online than in person. Okay, that's true. You guys don't like to talk about this stuff. Nah, man, because it's our personal life. So no more awkward in-person visits to the doctors. Even they are like make you uncomfortable. It's like and it's the doctor mm. or pharmacy lines. Nope. For Hems connects you with real doctors online, which could save you hours okay no driving no parking no standing and it's completely confidential and discreet so if you got a wife or a girlfriend she doesn't even know you're doing it she doesn't even know you're getting better for her it's a secret for you but that benefits her get it okay we like when things benefit us (laughs) you just answer a few quick questions and a doctor will review and they'll determine what's right for you uh they can prescribe you medication to treat your hair loss and it can be shipped directly to your door Front door service. Yep. So get hair loss treatment. Everyone's talking about uh, it's featured in GQ magazine. That's a magazine I actually read. Mm. Men's Health. I love that magazine too. Esquire and Playboy. These are all my favorite magazines and it has been featured in there. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. I read them too. You should. I do. So get this. Order now. My listeners can get started with Hems Complete Hair <laughs> Kit for just $5 today right now. Now, okay, while supplies last and subject to doctor's approval. See websites for the full details and safety information, okay? This could cost you hundreds if you went to the doctor's or a pharmacy somewhere else. So this is what you do. Go to forhims.com slash unlock. That's F-O-R-H-I-M-S dot com slash unlocked. Forhims.com slash unlocked. And that was your Hollywood hookup. Hookup. You've been hooked. Anyways, okay, so back to Wendy Williams. Um, oh, who, yeah. Who I was, forgot we were talking about her. We were, because we got, we started talking about strolling, and then we started talking about gallivanting, and then we just started talking about, uh, I don't know, Dick. <laughs> you I don't know. And, you and that bartender dipping off. We did not dip off. We don't believe him, everybody. So do you we give previews, though? Like, if you see a guy you think is like, um, you're attracted to, would you do like a little stroll around or like something so he can like fully see you? Have you ever done that? I don't need to stroll for a guy to fully see me. I mean, not stroll, me. but you know, like, I mean, I, I've kind of had, kind of had a few pictures out for a little while that kind of showcase all my goods you, and stuff. Well, first of all, are, we're going to get limited ads on this show. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I mean, I'm just saying. Um, I don't have to. I don't know. No, you just. You know, you know I sit there. Ah. I sit there because I'm very old school and traditional, and I still believe mm-hmm. in. A guy coming over to me and letting his interest be known. I'm so you him, I, I had a guy come over and let his interest be known one time on a flight. This stranger jacked me off and I didn't know what to do. <gasps> Wait, what? <laughs> what? Lies. Just make it no, I swear to God. No. I on the plane? Uh, yeah. It was oh, crazy. No. I don't know. Is that the Mile High Club or is that some real? No, that's not Mile High. That's what? just, that's Southwest Airlines. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It wasn't Southwest. I think it was, um, 
It wasn't Southwest. <laughs> what flight was that? Spirit. It was fucking Spirit. Okay. Yeah, the spirit. Well, either way, it was inappropriate. Frontier. It was inappropriate it really as you was. let him. I'm trying to clean you, up my image. You told a story about a dude sucking your dick and threw up. Okay. That's yep. that's already in and the he, ether. And he, and he washed it off and kept on sucking. Exactly. So we're no, keeping... but that was more of an inspirational story about not giving up. Can we move on Fuck to the next off. subject, please? Okay. Well, apparently Wendy Williams, who is in the process of divorcing her husband of 22 years, um, is uh, hanging out with a 27-year-old fashion designer named Mark Tomlin. And congratulations, girl. He's kind of sort of fine. Um, the two were seen locking eyes together and even holding hands. Locking eyes. Yes. Uh, Williams revealed that they... that, But she said that they're absolutely not an item. Wendy... She okay. look. She just been through. She don't need that. She needs to no, no. She don't we want, need nothing no, locked in. No, we. Okay. She needs to be free. Wendy's energy on her show right now is so fire. Exactly. I'm so happy for her. We want this for her. I text her. We text each other on Fourth of July, and I was just, you know, I check on her to make sure like ain't nobody fucking without till I got your back. But more importantly, it just looks so good to see her happy. Right. And you know, she talked about hanging out with the Kardashians. She's now, I guess, a friend with. Uh, she's friendly with Kim and. Chris, look at that. Okay. Well, here's the thing is she says that Mark Tomlin is just a friend. Yeah. She said she's not in love, but she likes somebody a lot. Um, and she also says, y'all think I'm messing around with a 27-year-old. Well, it's kind of what we hoped. Um, no, but, we do. Uh, we no. No, why not? Oh, wait. Why yeah, wouldn't no, you? I'm with that. Why not? Yeah. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> I, should, I got a, I got 27-year-old. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I get bad. it, but when it comes to the comfort of a man, I need somebody in his 50s, too. Okay, that's very pragmatic. She need both. However, I will say... You single, Wendy, do I will both. say around the 50s mark, you kind of... Viagra girl. Anyways, um, before... So, yeah. do, you, do you slip it in his drink? Would you crush it up? Well, like, here's the problem. Like, no, take no, it. no, here's the problem with that. You cannot slip Viagra in somebody's drink because, oh, I don't know, he could have a history of fucking heart disease oh, and you can damn. give him a heart attack. But just a little bit, like half? Yeah, at least he dies happy. Yeah. True. He dies erect. That's one way that you could go out having sex. A heart no, attack during no. sex. No, no. I want to go, go, go out of my sleep. Fuck that. I just buy. I'm telling you, buy now. Go out in your sleep after sex is the way to go out. All right, well, listen, either way, however you go out, you're going to go out like we're about to go out of this show. It's been great, but we got to go. Peace. All right, bye, everybody.